there. You are listening to the Girl Talk podcast brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. My name is Carol. I'm Kelly. I'm Trisha. We're so glad that you are here today to join us for a conversation about how not to worry about what others think of you, in which I will be totally silent. No, I'm just kidding. I won't be silent. Maybe I've learned a few things, but it's still... This is a hard subject. This is a tough one. Worry is so prevalent. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I think this came up, if I'm not mistaken, in one of the, um, we did a little survey and asked you what you wanted to um, hear us talk about. And so this is one of the things that came up. Can I just say one thing about that survey and people's feedback? Yeah. Y'all, that you gave us Mm -hmm. those topics that you want to hear about is so big. <laughs> yeah. We love hearing from you and we yes. love that you are joining us in this conversation. Right. Because it's more than just the three of us sitting around these microphones. You're here as well. Yeah, absolutely. So anytime something comes up and you'd like to hear, you're welcome to reach out anytime and you don't have to wait for a survey. But uh, um, this was, I think, one of those topics that came up that you wanted us to dive into. So I think we're going to start with why do you think we worry about what others think about us? Uh, what did, who is that quote by that, you know, humility is not thinking less of yourself, it's thinking yourself less? Mm-hmm. You know, I think one of the things as we kind of launch into this conversation that I think has heightened our worry about what other people think is social media. And I know, oh yeah, you know, yes. I think social media is a great thing. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes some of us get caught up in, some of me get caught up in worrying about what everybody else is doing and what I'm doing and how the two look so totally different. Sure, because and, that food looked really, really good. Your dinner yeah. you made last night looked really, really good, and I was really jealous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have not once took took pictures of my cer- cereal that I have for dinner <laughs> and posted it on Facebook. You know. I would love to see that. Would you like it make me that? feel better okay. about my cereal <laughs> or yeah. my nachos? Yeah. And so I think that's where we start, although we all know that what we see on Facebook is everybody's best foot forward. I think it also um, doesn't stop us from comparing, you know? Oh, yes. We're constantly so. being evaluated right. on a social media level. You get how how many likes did that get? Mm-hmm. Why did they like that and not love that? <laughs> Wait a minute. They tagged that person and not me. Yeah. Constantly, you're kind of putting yourself up against other people. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think everywhere in our life does that now. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... You are graded at work. You are graded if you're in school. You're somehow graded if you're a mom. You know, you you do Mm -hmm. that in every area of your life, so you never feel like you get a break, right? Mm -hmm. So how do we kind of squash this bug of worrying about what other people think of us? (laughs) I definitely don't have the answer to this. Crickets. Yeah, Yeah. I know. Lots of crickets. Because here's what I, when I was thinking about this topic, I ask myself this question, and it it was painful. So I'm just going to preface this by saying this was a painful question that I asked myself, and I did not want to be in pain alone, so I ask you guys too. Yeah. Um, does what others think of you consume you? Mm. And I will say that although this was a painful question for me, because I think it consumes me a lot more than I would like for it to, it was a good question for me to ask because admitting that there's a problem is the first step to, you know, mm-hmm. doing whatever you need to do. But I will say this. I will say I think as you get older, like those things 
matter less. I'm not saying that they go away altogether. For some people, I think they do. But for some of us, we start caring less because we know the other side of the exhaustion that comes with worrying every second of every day if somebody's, you know, upset. I used to be I would go into a room, and if someone did not engage with me, I would immediately leave and think, they're mad at me. Why are they mad at me? What did I do? What I, I even had a situation the other day. I can't even believe I'm going to share this. But I, I saw Kelly, and usually Kelly and I interact on a pretty regular basis. Mm-hmm. And we have great conversations, and she's, you know, the one that hugs you until it's awkward. A bear hug. And, <laughs> and I didn't get to talk to Kelly that day, and I was like, I wonder if she's mad at me. Like, oh, my gosh. I wonder if I've done something. I, I, but I really had yeah. to stop myself. But it was more because of me, not anything that you did. And that's what I find when I get consumed. And I'm bad to get in my head, y'all. Gosh, oh, I'm yeah. bad to get in my head. Oh, yeah. I think we all are. Yeah. So, sure. And I think a lot of that is that, that soundtrack that we've put on repeat for our entire lives. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the, one of the things that um, I've dealt with my whole life is my weight. Mm. And yeah, so, you know, I'm, you know, I'm too fat for anything. Mm-hmm. And so I can vividly remember, though, as a child... Um, one of my best, my absolute best friend, she had this, uh, circulation disorder. Mm. And so her hands always turned purple mm. and she always felt really insecure about that. Mm. And one day she's crying to her mama and she's like, mama, I'm not perfect. And so she's got the soundtrack in her mind and she's like, but Kelly's perfect. Why? Well, mm. what is wrong with Kelly? Why there's, mm. you know, she's perfect. Mm. And I've, of course I'm not. I've been fat since I came out of the womb. Oh, and, you know, I there's other know. things. No. Well, th- we won't go there. But there's other things. You know, there's tons of things about me that are not perfect. Right. You know, I'm a broken human, and I've got all kinds of flaws. But for my little best friend to think that I was perfect mm-hmm. was such a good, healthy soundtrack Yeah. for me to have in the back of my head this girl mm-hmm. who I thought was perfect mm. And she thought she was broken, and I thought I was broken, and she thought I was perfect. Yeah. And so, whereas I could have had on repeat the the negative self-talk that I have had all my life mm-hmm. of, you know, my weight or the, you know, other th- flaws that I have in my life. And yet that's one of the great things that I cling to mm-hmm. is that... Christy thought I was perfect. Mm, mm. Well, we're all broken. Sure. We're all broken, and I think we try to pretend we're not, and it's the it's mm-hmm. the disconnect between me trying to pretend that I am perfect or not broken and then the actual reality. And so trying to navigate between those two is what causes a lot of anxiety. Mm. And I want to touch on something that you said because I think it's so important. What am I telling myself? Yep. What are you telling yourself? Um, in these moments, if we're telling ourselves, um, I'm I'm too fat or I'm too this or I'm too that or I'm not enough this or I'm not enough that or she's better than me. If we're, if we're telling ourselves these things, it's going to react in a very strong visceral way that we feel. And then that's going to react in actions that probably we don't want to take. And then, like you said, Carol, then we walk away and then we second guess and we think, oh, she knows or she thinks I'm this or she thinks I'm that. We just judge ourselves over and over and over again, and it's exhausting. But I think one really good step is what am I telling myself? Mm -hmm. What am I telling myself right now? And then another question that I want to pose in this discussion is whose opinion does matter? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because Uh some people's or... One person, there, there, there are opinions that matter, 
But then when we can really parse out which opinion does matter, then maybe, I'm talking for myself here, maybe I can start to let go about some of the opinions that don't matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing that has helped me, and this is really, this y'all might think this is cheesy, but somebody said it to me, and I don't remember who, and I thought, I'm going to start thinking about that. Because my problem is, I don't always think about what I'm thinking about. You know, we've talked about right. that on yeah. this podcast before. You don't always think about it. It's just, it's it's like on repeat. And you're just like, yeah. I don't even know where that came from, but that's what I think. We always ask ourselves, or we say, hey, how are you feeling today? Yeah. Instead of, how are you thinking today? Right, right, oh, yeah. exactly. And so, I don't remember who said it. It might have been one of you guys. But they said, would you say that to somebody else? Mm-hmm. Like, would you Ouch. say, would you Ooh. say to me, you've been fat since you came out of the womb? Right. So if you course would, not. If you wouldn't say it to me, then <laughs> you should have got red. Literally <laughs> oh, red. But oh. if you're saying that to yourself. Right. If you wouldn't mm-hmm. say that to me, then don't say it to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's good. And then I started doing that. And I started like making mental notes of things that I say to myself and thinking, would I say that to Kelly? Would I say that to Trisha? Would I say that to Laura? I mean, just here in the office re- relationships we have and the closeness that we have, I wouldn't dare say most 99% of the, th- actually 100% of the things that I say to myself. Mm-hmm. And so maybe you start there mm-hmm. just thinking, because there's, here's the older I get, the more work I have to do because it is hard work processing through life, no matter what your background. I'm not just talking because I'm a single mom and uh, no, we all have stuff in our lives that we have to process through. And I think the older you get, the more you have to process through all that stuff. Amen. Mm-hmm. Sister. Um, and that's hard work. Yes. And so maybe you just start by saying, okay, I don't really have, you know, you might have 12 children at your feet. And if you do, that's okay. You're a hero. But you don't have time to go, you know, deep and process through all that. But you do have time to say, okay, if I wouldn't say that to a friend or if I wouldn't say that to somebody that I love, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to say it to myself and just start there. Mm-hmm. You know, until you can go back and go after some of those thoughts that are that have deep roots in pain of your past, I would think that would be a good first place to start. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Is oh, that yeah. cheesy? Yeah. No. What okay. are you What are you telling yourself? You got right. and, and if it's not something you'd tell somebody else, don't tell yourself because we take it in, we soak it in like a plant soaks in water. We soak it in. Yeah. Right. And it becomes our identity. Right. If we're not careful. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to our identity of being a child of God, our identity of who we're made in Christ, our identity of the awesome person God made you to be, all of a sudden becomes this fat from the womb person because you've told yourself that for 35 years. And that's why it you care about what people think about you because you right. think they know they what know you're thinking. What you think. Yeah, And they true. think you're... I, for me, anyway, I'm thinking you over there are thinking about me what I'm thinking about myself. Right. That's so true, Trisha. You know, the other thing I think that is one of the other reasons why we think a lot about what other people think about us is that we desire deeply to be accepted yeah. and to belong yeah. with other people. Yeah. yeah. We want to be made worthy mm. of being in other people's presence. Right. Mm-hmm. And... That can get really unhealthy very quickly if we're not sure. careful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think everybody yeah. longs for both belonging and significance. Oh, Those sure. Are two things that sure. people kind of long the most for. So, I, you know, I know we've, we've hit on this a lot in the podcast, a lot of different angles to it, but it keeps coming up, this identity piece. Mm-hmm. 
You know, that's like the common thread throughout mm-hmm. all the issues that we talk about here. And I'm ju- it's just now hit me. I'm like, you know, we, we come back to this a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm seeing it now in my teenage daughter and, and trying to help her form the identity of who she is based on Christ. And and I'm and I, I get convicted a lot of times because I'm my diffuser is humor. And so I'll make a joke before I'll make anything else. And and part of that is because I don't want to be hurt. You know, and so if I make the joke first, right. then nobody else can can make the joke. But but in raising a teenage daughter now and seeing in her her trying to get trying to settle her identity, I'm like, oh, that's what I've prayed. Lord, would you help her settle her identity on who you are mm-hmm. and what you say about her? Because I think if we don't get that settled at a young age, then there's more work to do when we get down the road and when you're my age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's we a constant ra- process. Yeah. And we raise kids who don't know who they are. That's right. And That's who right. look at their, you know, because most of the things that I hear come out of her mouth, she apologizes all the time. Where'd she learn that? Right here. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and so seeing that kind of reflected back to me has been a, oh, gosh, I got more work to do, you know, than I really realized in, in helping her to identify some of those thoughts here at the beginning mm-hmm. and help her go after that. And the um, last thing we want to do is push our worries down to our kids for them to, like, pick up that Here's worry your, and <laughs> carry that with them. Here's your inheritance. <laughs> a big old boatload of worry. Right. right. And right. some Tupperware. And some Tupperware. <laughs> And Stains. some doilies. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> There's always a doily in there somewhere. So, I mean, you know, we've talked about this before. How do we go after this? How do we really become the women that God created us to be without measuring ourselves against other women? Mm-hmm. I think being grounded. We have yeah. to be grounded like what we're talking about, the identity, first of all, we have to let go of the negative tapes that are rolling. Mm-hmm. Second of all, then we have to take the step to be grounded in what God says about us. And I, I keep coming back. The only way I know to do it is to just keep verses or songs or positive thoughts about God and what he says about me in my mind. Mm. I don't know any other way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. So I'll have a verse around or I'll sing a song that reminds me, you know, who God says I am. And and, and that's the only way is to fill up my mind with that. So then the other stuff doesn't creep in. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, if you're, if in your, I'm a practical person too. And I tell you, one of the things that helped me in that process is praying God's word. Uh, Beth Moore has a whole Bible study about that. You can do the whole Bible study, but there's a book about it. And it, t- it teaches you basically, and that ha- I'm pretty sure it has um, scriptures in there with a blank with your name because you personalize those scriptures and think about what those mean you know, in your own life. Mm-hmm. And I think there's even a portion of the book where she breaks it down. It's been a minute or two since I read it, but um, there's a portion where she breaks it down by issues, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you can pray through scripture based on those issues that gives you a place to start because you may be like, I don't even know where to start mm-hmm. with what, well, if you hear that, you know, body shaming thing i'm just going back to that because we brought that up but if that's you know one Mm -hmm. of your trigger points maybe you go and and put your name in a scripture that tells you about who you are in christ that you're fearfully and wonderfully made and and begin to Mm -hmm. repeat those things over to yourself stick them to your bathroom mirror on a sticky note Mm -hmm. and put them in your car Mm -hmm. uniquely made yes god knows every single hair on your head and knows every single thought that you have and Mm -hmm. Every single 
you know, bump on your body Mm -hmm. and every single freckle on your face. He knows it all. Mm -hmm. And he created you just like that and celebrates who you are Mm -hmm. and the uniqueness of who you are. He gave you your own little fingerprints and he loves that Mm -hmm. and he loves you. Yeah. And he doesn't love you the same way he loves somebody else. He loves you uniquely and fully and with the most love that you could ever have. Mm -hmm. And if we get a hold of that, then we don't have to go looking for affirmation and love from other places. Somebody said this, if you're well-fed, you don't have to go looking for scraps. So if you really know what God thinks about you, right, you don't have to go looking for somebody else in the periphery of your life to say you are meaningful or you are treasured because God says you are. But we've got to be a whole, we've got to get a hold of that first. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we just keep looking. Looking for scraps. Will somebody tell me I'm okay? Will somebody tell me I'm okay? Mm. I That's love so that. Good. That was a mic drop moment that is right so good. there. I, say it again. Say it yeah. again. Well, if you're when you're well fed, yeah. you don't have to go looking for scraps. Man, Trisha, that's good. Mm. So good. God does that. Mm-hmm. He can fill you up. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. He can fill you up, and you don't have to look to the world for the scraps. And it's that living water that yeah. never runs dry. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, let's all be honest, one compliment's not enough. No. It's never <laughs> enough. Yes. There's you know. never enough. Right. Exactly. Unfillable. And tomorrow, I'm going to need more living water. Right. But, I mean, more water. I'm going to need yeah. more from the world, but not the living water. The right. living water, God is with me all the time, mm-hmm. and his water never runs dry. Yeah. And it's available to us all the time. That's right. And if we hide it in our heart, it's available to us all the time as well. And yeah. that's that part we can do, like yeah. what you're saying. Hiding yeah. it in our heart is is by remembering and thinking about those verses. Mm-hmm. Question. Okay. What would you do differently if you didn't care so much about what other people thought? What would you do differently? That's a great question. Mm. I think my whole day would be different. Like, I don't, I think I would have more confidence like if I really got a hold of what we're talking about with God saying yes you are enough and I love you and you're treasured and I didn't have to look at that look for that from other people I think I would walk taller Mm. I think I would smile more because Mm -hmm. I would have less stress I think I would be more present in conversations because I wouldn't be trying to gauge what I think they think about me Mm -hmm. and how I'm coming off I think I would enjoy my meals more because I wouldn't mm. be evaluating is somebody looking at what I'm eating or you know, what, what are they thinking. I think I would play tennis better. I know I would because <laughs> I'm so worried about who's, who's watching it. Oh, did they see that mistake? I think I would be a better parent because I could be more available to my children. Yeah. Freedom. Freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, I look people more in the eyes mm. because I know that when I feel less than, Mm-hmm. That is yeah. what I do. I hide my eyes from somebody. Yeah, I'd make better eye contact and smile more. So true. Yeah, I think we'd all live longer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stress level would go down, uh-huh. and we would, I mean, mm-hmm. live longer and live better. Honestly, yeah. Well, you know what else we would do? What we would celebrate each other more. Mm. Oh, true. Because That's we good, wouldn't Kelly. be saying, "Oh, I'm less than. I'm not yeah. as good as you. My my dinner doesn't look near as good as your dinner on social yeah. media." Mm. You know, we would celebrate each other yeah. so much more. Because I love your success you. doesn't have anything to do with mine. You know mm. what I mean? That's I can yeah. celebrate you. Yeah. Your awesomeness does not diminish mine. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, girls. I think we're on to something here. Hey, we want you to live the abundant life that God has promised for you. 
and we want you to live in that freedom. That is our prayer for you, and that is why we do this podcast. So if you've got anything, any comments you would like to send our way or tips or tricks that work for you, we would love to hear them. All you got to do is email us, girltalk at thelightfm.org, or you can get in touch on the Facebook page. You can join the Girlfriends Group. Any way that you can get in touch, we'd love to hear from you. I want to say thank you to our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee for their partnership in ministry. Cannot do this without you folks, so thank you very much. And I want to throw a little tidbit in here at the end because Miss Tricia has put together a prayer walk that we're releasing as a bonus episode, and <laughs> it is so good, y'all. It is a prayer walk. She is, you're going to, you're just going to want, it's going to be one you want to download and listen to again and again. She takes about 30 minutes, takes you on a walk, has you work through some verses and talk to God about some things. It's just excellent. And we're so excited about it. So Trisha, I want to say thank you for doing that, providing that for us. Mm -hmm. So good. And you go, you need to go get it. Um, We're releasing that as a bonus episode and we want you to have that because we think it will make your summer better. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. It made my day better and I just am so thankful for it. So thank you for doing that, Tricia. And we will see you next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast. Have a great day.